Firstly, from my perspective, it's an incredible day for justice to have just found out that Michael Eifer has been found guilty uh, of 18 out of the 29 charges of rape and sexual assault that she's faced. Um, it really has left me a little bit speechless. Uh, in terms of the background of this case, uh, Michael Eifer was alleged to have sexually abused uh, many girls uh, at her school in Adas Israel in Melbourne. Uh, in 2008, this all came out. And when this was uh, exposed at the local level within the school environment, uh, the school, Adas Israel's school leadership, chose to uh, send Michael Eifer to Israel. Um, essentially, she evaded justice. And, um, and then the, the three courageous uh, uh, complainants, now I guess uh, survivors, uh, they fought valiantly uh, and with a lot of dignity, with the support of many others, to try to get LIFA back to Australia to face justice. That took many years and around 75 court hearings here in Israel. And uh, ultimately, she was extradited to Australia in 2021. And uh, was, as I mentioned earlier, found guilty today of uh, many of those charges. I understand, though, the charges are only against two of the, uh, of the victims. What about all the others? Uh, that's true. Um, I think we need to remember that um, a jury trial, what, what needed to happen is uh, 12 uh, unanimous guilty verdicts um, by the 12 jurors, and that's no easy feat to achieve. So the threshold is very high. Um, we haven't seen uh, a detailed report of, of what and how and all the other details. Uh, it is obviously very, very sad and disappointing for Nicole. Um, my thoughts are uh, certainly with her. Um, at the same time, the other two uh, complainants received their justice, so hopefully um, that provides some uh, peace to, to all of them. You've been following this case very closely uh, throughout the years, throughout the whole period of the, uh, the case against her. Were you surprised by today's verdict? I wasn't surprised by today's verdict. I think the, probably the biggest surprise for many people, for most people, would have been the fact that Michael Eifer uh, ended up facing justice in the first place in Australia. Uh, certainly with the support of Litzman and others uh, who did everything... That's they the former foreign minister. That's the, sorry, that's the former health minister in Israel. That's correct, who ended up having to step down from the Knesset because of his involvement in trying to prevent her from ever facing justice. So... Um, Many doubt at this day would ever come in terms of her facing justice. And uh, I was confident, and I've said it all along, that I felt that um, we will see her face justice, and uh, we, did, we did see that. Um, and then once we got her in front of the court, uh, I think it, it was a matter of time before she would be found guilty in relation to at least some of the charges. And I'm absolutely delighted that um, that's happened. So what's the next step? When is sentencing and what can we expect uh, realistically? The, the next hearing's been set for later this month, um, pre-sentencing. Uh, they, were, they, they were talking about the fact that um, she's already served a significant amount of time, which is true, over five years in prison from uh, initially 2018 in Israel, and then uh, she's been in jail in Australia as well. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, hopefully now the wheels of justice will continue and we'll see her getting the absolute full weight of the law against her. What would be the maximum sentence in this case? I'm, I'm not sure exactly because sentencing laws have changed over the years. 
So I'm just happy to leave that in the hands of the uh, courts and um, we'll see what happens as a result of that. For many people looking back on this case, um, they still don't understand how the former health minister from the United Torah Judaism Party, Yaakov Litzman, could have come out um, in support of her and tried to stop the extradition. How can we explain this? I think there are many re- many ways to explain it. For example, it's about protecting the reputation of, of a, an ultra-Orthodox institution. It's protecting the, um, the reputation of ultra-Orthodoxy more broadly. It's about trying to prevent Michael Leifer, who they consider to be an ultra-Orthodox Jew, from having to uh, spend time with Goyim, with non-Jews, in a, in a, in a, in a jail in Australia. There are... There are many reasons why and we see this not just in the Jewish community or the ultra-Orthodox community it is across the board uh, but thankfully we're seeing significant changes But the uh, victims the- of course were also ultra-Orthodox Jewish girls or at least Orthodox Correct. Jewish girls don't they count? Um, uh, firstly the um, they all were ultra-Orthodox, um, and how they are now is slightly different. I won't get into those details. But absolutely, what you're asking is a very logical question, and um, I fully agree with um, with your comments that um, they need to put the interests of the victims uh, well ahead of those of the uh, perpetrator. And hopefully we'll see uh, additional changes uh, in due course. And do you think this case will help towards that, that the... The leaders of the community, both in the education environment and the political leadership, will now uh, uh, put more weight on, on the victims as opposed to the perpetrators. I think that with every such case that we see, uh, where there is a positive result in terms of uh, convictions and justice being done, it puts additional pressure on those who are reluctant to move into the 21st century and do the right thing and stand by the victims and stand for justice and try to stamp out child sexual abuse by doing the right thing and not covering it up. So to sum up, maybe even this, even though this case was horrific from the very beginning, at least there is, we can't talk about a happy ending, but at least we can say maybe justice has been done. Absolutely. Some semblance has certainly been done and hopefully the message that we hear out there in the broader community is that uh, victims and survivors are encouraged to come forward and uh, hopefully the institutions and the broader community will provide the support that they need.